Hey, you guys, this is Lisa Clark. Welcome to the Wonder Podcast. We're so excited you've joined us today. We are talking all things summer. So grab your pencil and paper and hopefully you'll be inspired to write down a few things that you might want to put on your list for summer 2021. Chrissy and I are sharing all the things, very simple things mostly, but ideas that you might not have thought of or if you are like us, time just gets away and you don't think about things until it might be too late. So sit back and enjoy this episode of Summertime in the City with the Wonder Podcast. Welcome to the Wonder Podcast. This is an amazing time of the year, Lisa, because guess what? It's summer. Summertime, summertime. Summer has arrived, people. What is your plan? But before we get started, let's just check in with our friend Lisa and find out what you've been up to. What's happening at the Clark household? Well, at the Clark household, currently, it's just Brad and I. He's working. I am recording a podcast and uh, we had a whole house full over the weekend. We just completed Memorial Day weekend, which is the start of summer. So we kind of get that summer mindset after Memorial Day, right? Yeah, but um, we had everyone. And so it was just kind of cuckoo crazy. So I always come upstairs to record because he home offices downstairs and he talks really loud. And so I come up here and I forgot when I got up here that we haven't cleaned up this upstairs yet from the five little little men, precious gifts. the precious, precious gifts, gifts, the precious gifts. I won't say monsters or destroyers, no. but it is like crazy up here. And my sister just called and she said, we're going to come in this weekend. Can we stay with you? And so I'm like, sure. So I got some work to do, girlfriend. I got to Girl. start cleaning. I got to start cleaning, but it's all good. That's what summer's about, right? Just That's right. Doing That's all right. the Summer. stuff. Summer, everybody is on a different schedule. As many of you know, I work for my daughter, Katie, and she has a storefront now. So that's my responsibility. And everybody that comes in is either going on a trip, planning a trip, or just getting ready for summer. So everybody's in a different mindset. We feel like the virus junk that we went through in 2020 is behind us. We are moving on. And people are so excited for summer. So Lisa and I thought that today's podcast would be ideas to do in the summer with your children, with your grandchildren, and with your adult friends or your husband. I mean, there's no telling what we're going to come up with (laughs) as we walk through this because she has her list. I have my list. Some are very simple. Some you're going to go, oh, well, we already do that. Well, just be patient. There's other ideas coming. So don't turn us off if you're like, oh, well, we do that all the time. Summer is a special time. There are no rules. You sleep later, stay up later. It's just a super fun time for everybody. And this summer is going to be so different because last year we were quarantined and all the craziness. So yeah. Yeah. And Chrissy and I, we've actually gotten our summer started already. We've already been to the beach. Yes, girl. We've already been to the beach. We went with some friends a week before last to watercolor in Florida on 30A and had a very relaxing, fun week. And it was perfect weather. It was a little windy, so you couldn't get in the ocean. It was double red flags. But it's still, I kept thinking through the whole thing because I already read a book. I read a book that week, but summer 
had started. And this is what I love about summer is it's just, you just go about it at your own pace. Now I understand when you've got kiddos at home and they've, some of them have camps or responsibilities, that kind of thing. And if you're still working through the summer, then, you know, some things don't change so much, but you, most of us can kind of take a different approach to summer and do a few different things than we do during the regular year, which makes summer so special. I mean, think back on your own life and growing up the summers. Don't you just get a smile on your face when you think about summer? Absolutely. There's a little Facebook group with people we grew up with in Pahuska and they're posting like old photos of homes and businesses and different things and everybody's putting down their favorite memory well a girl posted last night you can see my house in the background and I can hear Chrissy Formby which was my maiden name with her friends playing outside playing hide and seek and all of that so summer is just a fun time to be outside inside So we're going to give you some ideas today of some fun things to do that will create memories to last a lifetime. But before we get started, Lisa, I want you to give us your summer speech about mamas. You only have so many summers with your children because it's one of my most favorite things that you say and do. So give us that before we start. Well, I think it's just a little thought provoking for moms and it kind of is a sad thought, but. I don't want to make any mom sad. I just want moms to be intentional and thinking about things because you don't have forever, Chrissy. You and I have not had our kids home for summer in years. And so it does go by pretty quickly. And if you've been a mom for more than five seconds, you understand that, that it just goes by really fast. But I always have moms, when we talk about this, count the number of, of of summers they have left with their kiddos at home. And that is just to get them to think, oh, okay, so if my child's 11, then when they're, you know, at home, I could get them through college, probably not, because most years, at least the last two years, usually the college kids kind of stay at school and try to finish up their degree. So, you know, 11 year old, you've got eight or nine years left, eight or nine summers left. And so when you put a number pen to paper and you really start to think about it, it kind of uh, makes you a little weepy, but also, okay, so I got to make this a summer to remember. And I think that's the best part about doing that exercise is just to say, let's make a list. Let's make some goals for this summer. Let's be intentional. Let's not waste it. What happens is you have all these grandiose plans and then you look up and it's August 15th and it's time to go back to school. And so you have to be intentional. I have a friend, Abigail, that I think they put it on their refrigerator and they have their whole list. I've seen a few other people post that. And I think it's a good idea. Just post it and start scratching things off the list as you accomplish them. And they can be simple things and they can be the big things like the trips or visiting grandparents or going to grandparent camp or going to Disney World, all of those things, which are so much fun too. But I think the point is, just be intentional. And I think even for Brad and I, whether you are single, whether you are married and empty nester, whether you're grandparents, whether you're raising your kids in the throes of that, or whether you're just newlyweds, you can still make this a summer to remember by just sitting down, talking to each other and saying, what are some of the fun things we want to do this summer so that summer of 2021 doesn't come and go without us doing any of the things that we've thought about over the last year, or for us living through this pandemic the last two years. So that's kind of where that goes. Right. So I was just sitting here counting up our oldest grandson. We have nine summers. So when you put it in that perspective, I'll be 69. I mean, come on. I know. 
it's serious people. Yeah. It's time to <laughs> buckle down, put your bucket list on your refrigerator and let's get busy. So do it. Um, Lisa, why don't you kick us off with your first item? Okay. So one of my favorite things growing up and Brad and I were just talking about this the other night. One of my favorite memories of growing up is nighttime swimming. And I think I've shared this before. And it's a very simple thing, right? We did not have a pool growing up. And so I remember going to my cousins who lived in an apartment and every night we, after dinner, we would get to go swimming. And you know, when you're in elementary school, you could be in the pool all day long, 24, seven, seven days a week. So I remember going to her house and it would be so fun because we would get to go out there and then the lights would come on in the pool around eight o'clock. And I just felt like this is the best situation ever. We're swimming. The lights are on. It's dark. This is so cool. We felt so old, but that is just one of the simple things. And I think for this generation, everything is so complicated with technology and the busyness that when you do some fun things like that, like you know, as a family, you could say, okay, Tuesday nights is swimming night and everybody gets to stay up an hour later and we get to go swimming and the lights are on the pool and maybe we do s'mores. I think those kind of memories are just so vivid for kids because it's out of the ordinary, but parents are participating as well. And that's cool for a five-year-old and it's cool for a 15-year-old. And so that's kind of my first thing. I love that. I love that. Your daughter, Caroline, posted a video the other day on her Instagram and her boys were in the backyard chasing squirrels. I mean, here's what happens a lot of times is we don't let our kids just play. Right. We we have to have a program. We think we have to have some grandiose plan. And her boys were running and giggling. And I just reminded me because I was working through this list and I thought, you know, it's the simple things that we remember. Yeah. Hudson, when they spend the night with me, we always get up and cook a big breakfast and Hudson will come down the stairs and he says, I know I'm at pretties when I smell that bacon. So ah. that's a memory for him that he's already remembering. So that's one of my things on my list is is take time to cook some meals with your kids or your grandkids or even your adult friends. This goes across all three categories that we're talking about. Take some time and cook things. You may have more time in the summer than you do uh, during your work week. Some of you are still working, but take the time and plan it. And those smells that are in your home are smells. I still remember things my mom cooked from the smell. I remember my nanny and the smells from her kitchen and the things that she made. So create some memories with food. Make some special meals. Make homemade ice cream. We don't have time to do that a lot, but I remember sitting on my nanny's back porch and they had to hand do it then. And they would sit there and do that over and over. And I still remember it'd be like dusk and just those summer nights, those things you remember. So make some homemade ice cream, make some favorite things that your kids love or your grandkids or adult friends. Try some new recipes too. We have featured some new cookbooks that are out. Um, Abby Turner's The Living Table. She's got great ideas. And of course, Una May, one of our favorites, she's got ideas in her book. And so there's all kinds of recipes that you can do that are easy, fun, summery, You don't even have to heat up your kitchen. Just do some fun things. Sit a fun table out. Do some red, white, and blue. 
for summer. Make it beachy. Just do some things. Eat outside. Go on a picnic. There are several things that you can do with food that are fun that will just create memories just like Hudson has of when I come to Pretty's, I know I'm going to get this breakfast and I smell this bacon. So to create some fun memories around summertime foods. Uh, watermelon is another thing. You make those cute watermelon boats. Yes, it's work. But y'all, it's the memories that they'll remember. And I remember one time doing one of those and this young girl said, I didn't even know you could make a watermelon boat. And so there's fun things that you can do that your kids may have never seen, your grandkids or even your adult friends. And it'll make them feel so special that you went out of the way just to do things. And then there's simple things that you can do. I remember my mother had these beautiful glasses and every summer she would do this. She'd call it putting in a cloud. And now I know her secret because I saw it the other day on the back of a Cool Whip or something. (laughs) And it's just instant pudding put in a glass, a fancy glass, and she put Cool Whip on top. That is all it is. But it's just the way she presented it and said, this is pudding in a cloud. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is so fancy because it's in this glass. And so just do silly things like that that are so easy. And Lisa, you have a drink that I always ask about because you do that for kids. And when you tell told me what was in it, I giggle because it's so simple, but it makes them feel special. It yep, does. To be. I think that's a great word on just the food thing. As you were saying that, oh my gosh, I got a brain freeze from my grandmother's peach ice cream. That stuff we would, and she had the old timey freezer too for ice cream. And we would keep adding the salt, you know, around the sides and we would do the cranking. And then she eventually got an electric one and it just didn't taste the same for some reason, I guess, because the blood, sweat and tears wasn't in it. Those, (laughs) those peaches we would gather from her yard. We would cut them, put them in the ice cream and make it what a treat. And then we would ride our bikes down to the baseball field there in Honey Grove, Texas, and watch the local teams playing baseball or whatever that, that had just brought back such vivid memories when you were talking about that. But yes, I do a slushy drink for my, I did it for my kids and uh, Sheridan Ellis would come over almost every day in the summer and she'd say, you know, Mrs. Clark, can we have a strawberry slushy drink? Well, little did she know it was a Bacardi mixer, but I didn't tell people that, (laughs) but you take the Bacardi mixer and you add the ice and voila, you have a a strawberry slushie. You can do slushies all kinds of ways, but that's how I did mine. It was super easy. It was somewhat scandalous, but super easy. Uh, But I agree with the summer foods and the drinks because those bring back such memories. And for us, I remember one summer before uh, the girls graduated, I bought this I think it was a Southern Living cookbook, or it was a special edition of summer desserts. And we would make a different dessert every week. And we committed, and I would write it down in the in the little cookbook as to what we did with those desserts. And I said, we don't want to keep them for ourselves. We want to try something different every week, but let's bless other people this summer. And so I think Caroline even took one to your house for a Bible study that you were having at your house one night uh, during the summer. Uh, I remember we took them to some neighbors. We took them to the fire station. We just did that kind of thing. And that was a fun thing to just get the girls in the kitchen. Now, Cameron is the baker extraordinaire. She really took off with it. I don't know that Caroline's baked another thing since then, but (laughs) anyway... Those were some great memories and also just intentional times with summer. I also love to just make new recipes during the summer, more salads and gazpachos, things like that, that are more summer 
tradition and try new things in the summer that where you don't have to cook, you know, turn on the oven so much. And uh, it keeps things a little bit cooler. But I think food, oh, I totally agree with you, Chrissy. Food is just part of the summer regime. I'm not a melon eater. I do not eat melon ever, but Brad loves it. And so I'll buy some watermelon in the summer and I'll buy some cantaloupe because he loves it. Those kind of things for a lot of people do recall so many memories and it just makes it feel like summer. I totally agree with you. Awesome. Another thing I thought of that's super easy and free is to go to the library. Your local library, no matter where you live, has little summer programs. Now, after I'm saying this, I hope they do. I hope they're bringing them back. I remember going to the library and then reading books to the kids and doing little puppet shows and just different little things and taking the girls to the library to check out a book. They say readers are leaders. So we need to teach our children to love to read. So Lisa read a book on our beach trip. I read about six pages because I talk and I get distracted and I people watch and all of that. I want all of my grandkids to learn to read and to love it. I have to make myself read and I have to say I'm going to read 10 pages a night. So I truly believe if you take your kids, grandkids to the library, it's free and they get different books in all the time. They have different little programs through the summer, I'm hoping, and you go and that takes an hour and let the kids go through the books, pick out the ones they want, intentionally set aside some time. There's going to be some rainy days during the summer. There's going to be thunderstorms that roll in and you're going to need some rainy day things. So you can play games and work puzzles, but also use that time intentionally to read ask them to read and then tell, ask them to tell you what the book's about and then go back to the library the next week and start over. And I just think that's a great way to teach them to love to read. And I wish someone would have done that with me. And And it's free. Yeah, it is free. Libraries are free. I think they're opening up again. I've heard that Cameron has been to the library several times. So I'm not sure if they're doing their programs yet, but I bet they will, especially here in Texas. I think that those things will get going. You know, there's all the obvious things like for us growing up and for our kids, you Six Flags and of course, Disney World, the zoo. Cameron just told me a few minutes ago that as Carol, Ezra and Miller's other grandmother, um, her husband's mom is taking them to the zoo tomorrow. Those are such fun things to do in the summer, especially before it gets too hot. Obviously, Vacation Bible School, which is now called Adventure Week. If you haven't signed your kids up for your church's Vacation Bible School, go ahead and do that because those are memories. I have the best memories growing up of summer being about Vacation Bible School. That's just a must. We got to do that. Also camps, you know, you all know that I am associated with Sky Ranch Camps and help with their Sky Moms program. Sky Ranch is a great place. Chrissy's grandkids have been to day camp. Our our daughters went to to Sky Ranch Camp. We're hosting a, a week at family camp at the end of July. So there's so many great camps and opportunities for children to grow spiritually through the summer. And um, those are all great things. But one fun thing that Chrissy and I do, if you're in the Dallas area, is go to Ham's Orchard. And Ham's Orchard is on the way, it's kind of 
Lindale area, I guess, Terrell, a little yes, past Terrell. Yeah, it's yes. in Terrell. And uh, that is so fun because they've got, they've got peaches and you can get your fresh peaches. You can have barbecue. I mean, it is a day trip fun type of thing to do. Chrissy and I go every summer. We love the gals out there. And uh, Ham's Orchard is another really fun thing to do. We got to pick a date and do that, Chrissy. I know. And that's interesting because that was on my list too, is to do road trips that are close to home that you can just do during the day. You know, there is um, here in Texas, locally, you can drive to where they make Bluebell ice cream. Here in Oklahoma, you can drive to where Brahms is made. And so there's go online and look for places that are just an hour or a couple of hours from your home and make a day trip out of it. There's tons of history everywhere. There's an area where there are dinosaur tracks outside of Dallas, and it's just like an hour and a half. So look at your area and go online, and there's so much information out there. I love little road trips. My dad was really good about taking us on different places and just learning what happened in that city or what happened in this area or learning about ice cream or the Dr. Pepper uh, Museum in Waco. There's just a million little things like that to get the kids in the car and go on a little adventure. And I did this with my grandkids one summer. I told them we were going on a mystery trip. I didn't tell them one thing. I just said, we're going on a mystery trip. And we drove over to Grapevine where the Lego land was. And we went and had lunch, went to Lego land. And I never told them anything we were going to do. And we just, it was so fun because they had no clue where we were going, what we were eating. And we had the best day. So I have that down on my list to do a mystery trip with my grandkids and do that again because it was so fun. And they were so curious just where we were going and what we were doing and all of that stuff. Lisa, I also thought of just some simple things like flying a kite. If there's ever some wind in the air, go fly a kite. We do that during Easter just as one of our traditions, but think about the simple things that you may have done as a child and go back to that. Flying kites, fishing, going somewhere and just throwing a line in. And I know in our area, there are little ponds in all the neighborhoods. You don't have to go way out in the country or think you have to go to a lake. Of course, do that. That's fun. Camping would be fun. I know it gets hot, but I have memories of camping and fishing and those kinds of things that are outside. And if you are outside, look for lightning bugs. Did you ever gather lightning bugs, Lisa? Oh, of course. I loved lightning bugs. We had them at my grandmother's house in Honey Grove. I mentioned that. And we would go out and we would catch the lightning bugs and she would give us an old mayonnaise jar and we would cut holes, you know, poke the holes in the top and watch them in the jar. And that was one of the coolest things. I love the simple things too. And one thing I wrote down on my list, Chrissy, was the sprinklers, playing in the sprinklers. Yes. We didn't have a pool growing up. Yes. And so the sprinkler was a big treat for us. I remember, I even have video of, of Caroline when she was a baby playing with the water hose, you know, because we didn't have a pool when the girls were growing up either. And so those are some of the fit things that just are fun in the moment. And we forget about them because we're so savvy with our technology and everything else that we forget about some of these simple things that I totally agree with you that just make the best memories. And we got to 
we, we got to remember that we don't have to entertain our kids with all the fancy stuff or ourselves with all the fancy stuff. We can just be simple and, and have some great memories and, and fun things to do along the way. One thing else I wrote down on my list was visit someone who is homebound. That is just a great thing to do as a family or as a couple or as a single is just, we all have someone on our mind and our heart that is homebound. It's not able to leave whether they're in a nursing home or they're in a facility, elderly facility, like my mother's bedridden. And so when I can, I like to take the grandkids over there just to visit her in her room. And it just makes the biggest impact and difference when you get a visitor. And so many of the women who live in the house where my mother lives don't get visitors. And so it's, we'll go and say hi to them too, you know, that kind of thing. So maybe taking a slushy by or a little 7-Eleven icy Slurpee, you know, something, just a little summer treat to someone who is homebound and not able to get out is just a, a thing we can all put on our list, no matter where we are in life, that makes a big difference and can really uh, do some good in the world. I love that so much. On my list also was going as a family to volunteer somewhere. Carter Morris has Grace Bridge. You can go and help sort clothes. You can help sort food. If you just go online or go, look at your local church's website, they will have lots of serving opportunities. Those are starting to open back up again. And I think it'd be fun to do intentional serving together and put God into every conversation that you can this summer. As I was thinking about simple things, if you just, you're going to have to go out in the country, but lay down a blanket or in the back of a, a car or your, your pickup truck and look at the stars and talk about how God made the stars. You can do that at a farmer's market. Go to the farmer's market and look at all the different vegetables and teach your kids that God makes these things. These are made by him for us to enjoy and teach them all the things that God provides for us. Um, I love going down to the farmer's market and seeing all the interesting vegetables. And some of them, I don't even know what they are, but talk about them and show them to them and find out what you can cook and then take it home and cook it. Like we talked about earlier, you can also go on hikes, you know, on the, you can get up early in the morning. And if you live in a city like we do, there are hiking trails all over our city. If you don't, if you drive just a short ways out, there are trails everywhere. So look those up and teach them all the things that God made. Look at the birds, hear the birds. I mean, it can be simple stuff that is free, but I love to teach the kids as you're walking that these are all of God. He did all of this and to emphasize that he provides the food, he provides the animals, he does all of this, the fish that you catch. And I just think you can use summer as intentional teaching about God and serving him and all the things that we do together and encompass that in together. And you're going to have a fabulous summer. That's right. That's right. Summer is the best time to teach and to learn and to gain some wisdom. And let me just close us by adding this one thing on. What about scripture memory? Pick a grouping of scripture that you want to learn this summer and just take it one week at a time. But this is just a great time to get in God's word and memorize a great grouping of scripture that you think will help you and encourage you and remind you of, of who God is throughout the rest of this year. So summer is just the best. We love summer, even though it's hot here in Texas. We love it because there's plenty to do and we have pretty good weather 
except for it being super hot. But thank thank you, Lord, for air conditioning. And um, we hope you make this a summer to remember. God bless you. Thank you so much for joining us today. We truly appreciate it. If you like what you heard and were encouraged, please go over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review because your recommendation for our podcast brings us great joy and it helps others find out about us. And if you are able to help support our podcast ministry, we would absolutely love that. You can go to chrissydunham.org and click the link to the party table. No donation is too small. We are so thankful for you. God bless.